The contents of the lab report are meant for educational purposes only. They're not meant to be misconstrued as medical diagnosis or treatment advice. Well, bring in the energy. Today on the lab report, we got Heber Cannon. Tell them about it, Devers. <laughs> Heber Cannon of the Buttery Bros is here. That was fun. I want to keep doing that, actually. Yeah, let's that was do good. It. I want to steal yeah. that. Cool. The world of medicine can be challenging. Clinicians and patients are always looking for more options, more effective treatments, and in the end, more answers. Functional and integrative medicine focuses on addressing root causes of disease. Here at Genova Diagnostics, we've watched this field evolve and grow for over 35 years. We've not only adapted, we've led. Join us as we talk about functional medicine, laboratory testing, and optimizing health. Welcome to the Lab Report. So you got it in you to have some energy there, Michael Chapman. I can pull it out, baby. You can. Just I don't like to. Oh. Makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Makes me laugh. Hello. Hi, Michael Chapman. Patty Devers. How goes it? It's going well. Excellent. How about you? I'm doing all right. Thank you for asking. I always appreciate somebody asking me how Aww, you, you know, it makes I care. I appreciate it. That's nice. Um, anyway, this is a podcast brought to you by Genova Diagnostics called The Lab Report. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining. Aww. It's brought to you by Genova Diagnostics. I already said that, didn't I? Yes, you did. Well, it's where we talk about things like functional medicine, specialty lab testing, integrative therapeutics, and it's brought to you by Genova Diagnostics. <laughs> and if you're new to this podcast called The Lab Report brought to you by Genova Diagnostics, you should probably go to iTunes or Spotify and perhaps subscribe, rate, review, download, share with all your friends. Do those things. If you have additional mm-hmm. feedback, you can send it to podcastgdx.net. Patty, what are we talking about? Oh, my gosh. We're super stoked. We have Heber Cannon here. And so stoked. I, I, he, we, no wasting time. Let's I, get no, right, no. Yeah. No. He's one half of the duo known as the Buttery Bros. Yes. Happens to be a film director yeah. and wicked CrossFit athlete. Star of a very entertaining YouTube channel, the Buttery mm-hmm. Bros, and an entire platform, honestly, the Buttery Bros. So, What are your thoughts on pancakes, Michael? You have uh, kids. They must like pancakes. I end up making pancakes just about every Saturday morning. I Aww. I might even consider myself a pancake expert. Like really? I'm to the point where when I do the mix, like uh-huh. I don't use a recipe. I just know from the consistency Whoa. of the batter, like whether it's it's a solid pancake, it's going to form. You put butter on it? Oh, for sure. Yeah. The nice thing about pancakes too is they're stackable. Like you can't say that about oh. French toast or waffles. True. Yes, like, you can. You can stack French toast. No, no you you get out of here. No one stacks French toast. You could. It's not I said I would. I said you could. Especially waffles. I mean, if you're over here stacking waffles, uh-huh. you're some kind of special monster. <laughs> Seriously. Well, no one does that. Well, let's stop talking about breakfast food. Let's call Heber Cannon. Dude. Oh, my God. Heeb's in the house. It's ridiculous. I know. Let me tell you a little bit about Heber Cannon. Heber Cannon is a film director, producer, photographer, and storyteller with several feature-length documentary films to his name, including some in the iTunes Top 100 best-selling documentaries of all time. He's created and produced live sporting events on ESPN, music videos, commercials, and web series. Along with Marston Sawyers, they are formerly known as the Buttery Bros, and they know a thing or two about fitness. Mm-hmm. Not only are they legends in the CrossFit space, but... They've filmed and directed some of the world's most accomplished athletes. Their YouTube channels and social media influence provide an entertaining look at world-class athleticism. And with that, welcome, Heber. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. What's up, guys? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you and Marston have certainly brought a lot of energy to the fitness Mm -hmm. space with your videos, which are pretty, I have to say, pretty entertaining. (laughs) Um, First, for those who don't know you guys, if there are any people like that out there. They live under a rock, maybe. Where did the name Buttery Bros come from? from and kind of tell us a little bit about your love of fitness and why you chose to specifically focus on CrossFit. Oh, there's a lot to unpack there. I so know. That the was three Bros- questions in one. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> yeah, Buttery Roast started. We were filmmaking for CrossFit, and we would uh, anytime someone would make, uh, you know, you'd nail a shot. It was well composed. It was smooth, maybe in slow motion. You'd gather around the monitor. You huddle around it, and you'd watch it back. You play it back and say, "Oh man, that's butter." It's butter. So uh, we shoot all butter all the time. So the name <laughs> of, our, of our company is All Butter LLC, and the name of our YouTube channel is Buttery Bros. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we got into, I got into fitness because, um, I've always loved working out. I've loved training hard. I've loved doing hard things. And, um, I might not have always been the best athlete, but I was always one of the hardest working athletes. And, and I discovered, um, you know, I almost liked the weight training and the working out more than I loved the actual playing of games growing up. Mm-hmm. And so when I discovered CrossFit in 2008, I instantly fell in love with the idea with the sport concept of it. And, um, started uh training crossfit Mm -hmm. and i would pay for my membership by making videos for my local affiliate and then flash forward to crossfit got a hold of those things i started working for them and um the rest is kind of history there i love it well having a front row seat to some of the most famous and accomplished athletes in the world you see a side of them that most of us don't i mean you know watching them what are some habits or mindsets that they have do you think set them apart from the average joe who just wants to adopt a healthy lifestyle like me (laughs) <laughs> oh I, yeah there's definitely a difference between like I, I don't even know if i call these guys healthy i mean maybe um but they all have a crazy addiction for suffering they all mm-hmm. work really hard and i would say this like you know i'll give you more interesting insights and i don't think this correlates to fitness or being really good i think it just has to be stubborn mm-hmm. um but like tia claire Toomey and matt fraser are two of the fittest individuals i've ever met met um they're also two of the most frugal people I've ever met. Huh. Uh, you know, anything to save a dime <laughs> for those two. Um, and uh, I found that is, is always very interesting to see that side of things with them that yeah. are extremely similar. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably that killer instinct too, right? What, yeah, competitive yeah. spirit. That, and I think about like also, I, I would assume maybe cleanliness is part of that too, where it's that, almost that sort of like regimented, like I'm not going to pay for this when I can do it myself. I'm not going to do this when I can do it myself. Almost that sort of like DIY mentality. And that's just a hypothesis, but that's interesting. Um, anyone who follows you also knows that you're in super amazing shape. Um, I struggle with core fitness. And so I had somebody tell me once that abs are made or baked in the kitchen. And I, I don't know whether that's true. Do you agree that they're baked in the kitchen? And if so, do you subscribe to like a specific diet, be it keto, carnivore, paleo, something like that? So yes, I think that nutrition is a major, major factor in abs. Um, I think there's a lot of things that go into being able to have abs. Um, I don't think doing sick, uh, doing sit-ups for, you know, maybe it would help to do that for 20 hours a day, but, um, nutrition is a major factor in the body composition that you're able to have. And, um, for myself, I like to eat pancakes or sweets or ice cream at night. And I found that moderation in all things is, is a really good fit for me. Mm-hmm. And so I've, the diet that if you'd call it a diet, uh, would be, macros so i count my macros so i allot a certain amount of protein carbs and fat to my fitness bake account if you if you will and <clears throat> if i train more i might up my carbs a little bit but i always try to keep my fats and proteins around the same mm-hmm. and so i can eat whatever i want as long as it fits into those numbers right. mm-hmm. um, and that's works really well for me but other if i'm telling someone to do something 
find something that works with for you and stick with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what are your thoughts on some of those regimented diets in the fitness space? Like people who are just carnivore or vegan or is there a place for that there? I think there's definitely a place like I, like any diet could potentially work. Um, 99% of them fail because of user error. Mm-hmm. And so people are just not compliant with their diets and following them and they will, you know, like a carnivore diet for me would be very extreme. I would miss, you know, fiber. Pancakes. And so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So for me, like I would probably do it for a week and then fall off dramatically and, and, and be like, Oh, that diet's not working. No, I'm just not following the prescription of that diet. And so it's not necessarily the diet's fault. It's, it's my fault for not doing that. Um, and I would say that most people that struggle with any kind of nutrition factor, that's probably why. Yeah. Got it. Got um, it. So I, I think it's best to tell people to not do anything that is extreme that you can't maintain as a lifestyle. Hmm. Yeah. Got it. Makes sense. Well, your YouTube channel is full of hilariously educational fitness content. And clearly your editing and filmmaking expertise sets it apart from others. But what inspired you to start creating those videos? And what do you hope others can take away from them, even those who aren't in CrossFit? Oh, I, you know, we, we have the motto spread butter, spread joy. And, and for <laughs> us, like we found a lot of happiness and fun in, in doing this type of fitness. And that's not just CrossFit. That's like any type of fitness. Like we've trained with world-class CrossFit athletes, but we've also had Kai Green, who's a phenomenal world-class bodybuilder. Um, we've had people who are Olympian losers and professional hockey players and, um, professional boxers on the show. We like to experience all kinds of different things and, and push our boundaries and, and uh, find things that make us uncomfortable so that we can adapt and overcome those things. And so um, we hope that people, A, find joy in watching our show and are motivated to better themselves. And then maybe they can do that through fitness or better in their nutrition or whatever it is, but finding some avenue in their life that they want to be better at as a result of the joy that we experience in, in living our fullest lives. Yeah. I'll tell you, Michael and I have watched just about all of them and they're wildly entertaining. So we love them. Well, and I was going to say part of that joy spreading, I feel like some of the stuff that brings me joy too is the visual aesthetic with the gear that you guys have, the swag, the logos, Uh it's like the, just the visual aesthetic of it is so striking um i think it's fantastic i don't know if there's if if that's you guys or if there's someone you want to give props to but that's it's we don't even have to include this i'm just telling you personally (laughs) i love your logos and all that visual stuff it's great (laughs) Uh, i I appreciate that so we've we've had an awesome team of people that have helped us build our brand Uh, me and marsden are are definitely the key factors and then we have a regular recurring guest julian marquez who does all of our motion graphics and and I see him as sort of an art director for the for the brand, and then we have this other guy who um, we we posted this picture with Matt with Pat Vellner and Marsden and I on the back of a boat. We cool. call it our basic battery pose where we're being all cute, <laughs> and uh, and uh, he immediately took it and drew an animated ver- cartoon version of us. And we I was dying laughing <laughs> that we just looked so so silly, and. Uh, so I commissioned this guy I said, Hey, can you make us a t-shirt that says wake and cake for, yeah. Yeah. for us? And he knocked the wake and cake t-shirt out of the park. And so now we collaborate with this guy named, like he doesn't speak English very well. Uh-huh. I've never met the guy, yeah. but he's been an, an integral part in the visual aesthetic of the brand. His name is Jesus blues. You can find him on Instagram. He's, 
he's a phenomenal follow and and a really talented artist and so we're really lucky to, to work with <laughs> Wait, him and then some other people that have helped us develop our brand that's Yo, awesome see those shirts awesome. they're great well let's talk about your movie so the movie resurgence just released on itunes at and number lo- one yes and it's soon to be available on all media platforms. It's CrossFit at its best for sure. And includes some of the havoc brought on by the, this last you know year, COVID-19 pandemic and all that. Um, so, and you talk a lot about some of the challenges CrossFit went under specifically and what they endured. Can you speak a little bit to the importance of telling that story as an important reminder and contrast, I guess, to this last year for CrossFit? Yeah, I think 2020 rocked a lot of people and our community was definitely like upended. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I'm really close to it. So I'm, of course, biased to how impacted it was. But um, when the former CEO made some tweets and upset some people and handled it very poorly, um, there was definitely a time period where in last June, um, we went on a two week road trip where we weren't entirely sure that CrossFit was going to exist at the end of those two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew that the community would and that that would survive. But what that looked like was definitely uh, uh, it could have been fractured. It could have been very it could have been very different. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of came out best case scenario where the new CEO is awesome. He's very friendly and the community's kind of rallied behind him um, and um but like to an outsider, like I talked to people outside of CrossFit who were like, oh, I thought you guys were canceled last summer. Like, mm-hmm. how are you still doing right. content around that sport or around right. that company? Um, and so for me, our movie needed to cover some of that. Like I would have, I think there's a lot more to that story. Um, I just didn't want to dive too far into it because like in general, I don't want to spend my days focusing on the drudgery of the world. I want to focus on the uplifting and positive things in the world. And, right. and, um, and so there was a, you know, that's a deep well that you could go down into in that story. But I felt like as a filmmaker and storyteller, you have to address that because it's definitely an elephant in the room in our community. And mm-hmm. to have just made a 2020 documentary and not mention any of that is, is, uh, is glossing over very important historical moments within that sport. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And it's great contrast, you know, coming in the back end of a pandemic and all of that chaos. This movie is just a great contrast at where you came out on the back end, which is great. Um, but that being said, the 2021 Noble CrossFit Games are right around the corner. And we are sure you'll have a presence there. Is there any Buttery Bros content we can anticipate coming out of the games this year? Yeah, we're going to be trying to produce a lot of Buttery Bros shows. <laughs> so uh, I, I want to say we're, we're going in very ambitious. Um, we're going to try and create a handful of episodes that we're going to release throughout the weekend. And, um, that's definitely the goal for this year is to, to knock things out super quick and on site that are, that are not so competition based focused, but, um, uh, covering, you know, cause there's so many people that go to the games that want to tell the story of what's happening on the competition floor. And like, that's already saturated. I don't feel like I'm adding any value to there. So, what else is happening at this place and what are we doing and, and what activities have we set aside that are going to be really fun content that are happening around the, the backdrop of the CrossFit games is, is kind of what we're working on. And they're nice. hilariously fun. And totally. you know, Heber, we're just so honored that you spent time with us. We want to encourage the listeners go to YouTube and watch these videos. They're awesome. And make sure you go to iTunes and download resurgence. It's genius. And before we let you go, 
We do have another question. Uh, we have a ridiculous question that we ask everyone at the end. It's I Did think me. a lot a lot of people do this. <laughs> We're not the first to come to this, but anyway, it's stupid. It's called the Fireball, and I want to know how do you feel about karaoke, and if you like it, do you have a signature karaoke song? Ooh, I think the song changes depending on the vibe with the people that you're with, but nice. absolutely, I love karaoke. <laughs> um, uh, so last summer, and we're doing it again this summer, we went to my friend Brooks Likes Lake's house, mm-hmm. and it wasn't karaoke in the normal sense, because um, I love going to the bar or wherever to do a karaoke and you get a mic, but we called it wake surfing karaoke. So you, you're wake surfing, and then you pick a song, and then you have to karaoke <laughs> to that song. And that is ridiculously fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I think last year my, my song of choice where I, I knocked it, my performance out of the park would be I Believe in a Thing Called Love by The Darkness. Yes, wow. of course. Good yeah, you know? Some falsetto in there. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I, I, so I, that, that was my song last summer, yeah. <laughs> the, the waking and the falsetto, <laughs> raising the bar. Excellent. Um, well, again, yeah, thank you so much for being here. I do have an additional question, if that's okay. And I, I'm always interested from a parenting standpoint, because I happen to know that you are also a parent, and you are very close to the fitness industry. And so I wonder this for myself. This is this is totally for me. Um, <laughs> how do you communicate or try to teach to your kids the importance of physical fitness in a way that's not sort of uh, I don't know, that's that's promotional to them because I feel like so often with our kids these days, they're used to getting things that we didn't get as a child, like 24-7 cartoons or essentially whatever they want. So like, how do you go about teaching them the importance of fitness being so close to it as you are? For me, it's just like allowing them to see me do it regularly. Yeah. And so if they see what I'm doing, they want to do what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and, and working really hard to make it so they don't resent what I'm doing. So I don't ever force them to do it. Um, but like every morning, my, it hasn't done in a while. Uh, you'll go through phases where we go through things, but it, my son would come and wake me up every morning and be like, Hey, do you want to go do a workout? And I was like, yeah, of course. And we'd go to the girl, we got to here. Yeah, I'm in the room right now with all our, our gear. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he would, he would write out a workout and, you know, we would do the CrossFit games every day and they were always ridiculous. Like, you know, 30 waiter walks around this room and, and then a, like five air squats, you know, his programming was terrible. Um, but you know, we would, <laughs> I would go down and do this workout with him every morning and then, and then we'd go inside and eat pancakes. Uh, but like making it fun for them and then having them see, uh, when daddy goes to work, like I'm in here hammering it out and them seeing me suffer, you know, I hope inspires them and instills that work ethic into them. Nice. I love it. Great, Perfect. great, great. Well, Heber, thank you so much for being on the show. We're honored to meet you, and we hope we can talk to you again real soon. Yeah, likewise. You know, Michael, I'm becoming very suspicious of you. I think you're using this podcast platform for parenting advice every time there's a guest. Oh, uh, no, I'm working on a segment because uh, I, I find these I find people very interesting. And I uh-huh. think, you know, honestly, if you look out there, there's not enough parenting advice. <laughs> there's a dearth. <laughs> There's a dearth of parenting advice and it's humanizing. You know what I mean? It it, yeah, how how fun sure. is it to like not Aww. only get this person's expertise that they're used to talking about, but then also get their thoughts on parenting and you know, we're all suffering together. So it's mm. community. Okay. Well also hmm. I think I'd like to join Heber's group of friends and how they do karaoke. I mean, they take it to a whole new level. Yeah, I mean, really? you are really just running up the score if you're right. not only doing the darkness, but you're doing the darkness on what, a wakeboard? Yeah, though the wakeboard might actually help him with that falsetto in that song. 
No, it's a fair point. The only time that I do Queen's Don't Stop Me Now is when I'm skydiving strapped to a shark. <laughs> Next time on The Lab Report, we'll make pancakes. I'm going to stack some French toast. Gluten-free. It's got to be gluten-free. Right? Right? Yeah. Okay. You've been listening to The Lab Report. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast, rate us, and leave us a review. To learn more about Genova Diagnostics, visit our website at gdx.net. There you'll find information on specific testing, educational resources, and how to connect with our show. Call us at 1-800-522-4762 or email us at podcast at gdx.net. Man, I'm so pumped for the Olympics. I love the Olympics. But now I wonder if people are torn. You're going to watch the CrossFit Games or the Olympics. Both. Kind of overlap. You know what I mean? Both. I'm going to split screen it. Whoa. Yeah. Hardcore. Got the peacock and the CBS. <laughs> cool. Got the water polo on one side deadlifts on the other side. Makes perfect sense.